I was at a conference and my friend Janine shared about how she was out walking and noticed one of her neighbors was looking for something. And it was, she clearly wasn't having very good success. I think my friend had walked out and was walking back and saw that the neighbor was still searching. And so she stopped and said, are you looking for something? And the woman had lost the crucifix off her rosary beads. And there was a whole story about why this particular crucifix had deep meaning for her. And, and she was just sad that she hadn't found it. And, uh, Janine said, you know what? I lost the stone out of my engagement ring and we had looked everywhere for it, but you know, stones are small and the world is large. And she said, but the next day my daughter found the stone outside, (laughs) which is really amazing. And so she said, I just want to ask the Lord to bless you with that same gift of finding what is missing. And the friend or the neighbor said, oh, okay, thank you. And Janine went home. And the next day when she went out to walk again, she was talking to the Lord about this. And the friend was nowhere to, the neighbor was nowhere to be seen. And Janine was like, Lord, I really wanted to see my, my friend, my neighbor, because I wanted to hear that there had been the good testimony. And because I wanted to be able to share this with the people at the conference. And the Lord said, but Janine, what you gave your neighbor was you gave her the gift of hope. And that was even more precious in that moment than the crucifix itself. So sort of be at peace. You already have a story. And so she walked out and she was coming over the last hill before she got home. And there was the neighbor. And Janine said, as soon as I saw her, I could tell that it was good news because her whole face lit up and she held up her rosary beads. And there was the crucifix on the bottom. And somehow she had after she had talked to Janine, she had mentioned, or another friend had come by and the neighbor mentioned this story. And the neighbor happened to find the crucifix in the middle of the road where it really had no business being and why the neighbor hadn't looked there because (laughs) she hadn't been walking in the middle of the road. But it was so beautiful. So again, sort of like Janine, where her daughter found the stone, in this case, a different neighbor found the crucifix. And the Lord cares about that. I don't care what you're you know, like, even if you don't use crucifixes in your worship, the Lord just cared about this daughter who was sad. I love that. So this is a beautiful story. It's not just that Janine gave hope, but then the Lord actually restored the thing that was missing. So thanks be to God. I think I heard that story on a Thursday. I was flying home on Sunday and I, in the midst of dropping off the rental car, getting on the bus, getting to the airport. Then I I had to do a couple of things in the airport before I went through security. And uh, I went through security and, you know, I stuck my AirPods in my pocket right as I was showing my ID. And uh, it wasn't until I was all the way through security that I realized I don't know where my AirPod case is. Like I've stuck my AirPods just loose in my pocket, but that's not so good. Like, where's the case? And uh so the <laughs> the agents were truly very bored because my I was three hours early for my flight and 
there was nobody else going through security. So they're like, oh, well, we'll take your purse and run it through the scanner machine again. You know, maybe that will help find it. And which internally I was kind of like, I've looked in every pocket. I'm pretty sure that's not going to help. But it was such a sweet offer, you know. Yes, please. Thank you. That's so kind. But no luck. And I asked if they could just hold all of my bags, um, kind of (laughs) kidnap them or something for a little while while I left the security area. But they said no. And anyway, that was fine. And so I left the security area and I retraced my steps. I got in the same elevator. I went to all of the same spots that I had previously visited. Nothing, nothing, nothing. And an AirPod case is not small and it's not large. Like it would be, you could see it if it was there. And I walked over to where the the bus was and didn't see it there getting out of the bus. And uh, I was just about to turn back and just say, well, I guess it's not there, but this, it didn't set right. The aesthetics of it was so wrong. You know, the right story would be somebody testifies about finding a missing thing and then I lose something and then I find the missing thing. Like that is the correct narrative arc. It was kind of bothering me that the aesthetics was this wrong. I mean, I was, I was sad too, because it was going to be a red eye flight and I really would have preferred to be able to listen to beautiful music as I'm sleeping. But uh, if I don't have a case, then my AirPods are going to die pretty quickly. And then I'll just have to listen to the airplane noise. But that was kind of a lesser annoyance compared to the aesthetics just being so wrong. This is the problem with being an English and humanities major is that you actually like think about these sorts of things. And so I was just about though to give up and I turned around and there was the rental bus. And so I ran over to the rental bus. He was, he closed the doors right as I got there and I banged on him like, let me in. And, uh, so he opened the doors and I, I was like, I don't need to get in. I just need to see if my AirPod case is here. And I peeked at the chair where I had been sitting, nothing. And then the driver said, oh, are you missing this? And he pushed through the COVID plastic and he held out his hand and there was my AirPod case. And I, I was so excited. I think I said something like, oh my goodness, can I give you a hug? Which like bless the airport bus drivers because he was not really interested in that. He kind of gripped my hand with his gloved hand and was kind of like, please leave me alone, crazy woman. But that's okay. I was exuberant. And then I got to go through security again and rejoice that I had found it. And everybody was very happy for me. Like, oh my goodness, this never happens. And uh, so that was my story of how the testimony then played out again. And you know, I think this is part of why it's good to tell testimonies because it reminds us if God did it before, he will do it again. And maybe it's not even he will, but it's that he certainly can. And then we get to ask him, do it again, God, do it again for us, do it again for our generation. And uh, I think it was Dutch Sheets in his book, maybe it's called something like There Will Be Giants or anyway, it was a, a lovely little short book about Goliath and David. But he talked about how in the Hebrew culture, they keep reciting the deeds of the Lord because that for them is a way of ensuring that those deeds happen again in this generation. That uh, the way he described it, and I haven't looked into this to see like, is this corroborated with you know, religious snopes, I have no idea. But the idea that 
it, there, it, it's more than just telling something that it's actually on some level enacting something. That's very beautiful. It's very beautiful. And so Lord God, as we testify about your deeds, I thank you, Lord, that you are the God who reveals the missing things. And so I'm asking Lord for anything that's missing, that you would recall it to its owner. I pray Lord that even for people who have gone missing, maybe spiritually, who are in rebellion. Lord, I'm asking that you would recall them to themselves. I think about how in the story of the prodigal son, that it says that the son, when he came to himself, (laughs) it's such a beautiful translation, Lord, to say he had forgotten his identity. He had gone entirely away from what he was supposed to be doing. But when he came to himself, then he said, why am I sitting here in this pig pen? I could go home and at least have more food and be taken care of. So Lord, I thank you for these beautiful pictures, and I'm asking that you would do it again in our generation. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.